0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Welcome to this Christmas episode of the Good Food Podcast. I'm Tom Kerridge, and in this special Christmas series, we'll be chatting about all things Christmas from handmade gifts, ideas for your leftovers, and everything in between this episode, me and Orlando Murrin will be discussing homemade Christmas gifts, the perfect way to make Christmas meaningful.
0: Okay,
1: Orlando, it's just me and you sat around a table, but in the middle of it is some homemade fudge, and we are going to talk about Christmas gifting. Now this, i have a piece of fudge from me to you.
0: <laughs> well, is it okay if I take my own? Yeah. Hmm. Melts in the mouth. Homemade fudge mm. with those lovely
1: flavours that go through it at Christmas. Mm. Now, tell me truthfully, are you, I'd love a bottle of champagne kind of guy, or
0: I've made you something. Here you go. What I do you do, prefer? <laughs> I'd like to say that I'd love something that you've made. Actually, a bottle of champagne <laughs> would go down very well. Now, look, I'm not Mr. Nasty here, Tom, but I've got in my cupboard, I've got quite a lot of chutney that I've been given and marmalade that I've been given. And I don't know that I need, I don't get through a lot of chutney or jam or marmalade. Not as much, certainly not as much as I'm given. Yeah, but, okay. So that Maybe not same. chutney or marmalade. What about, what about fudge? Would you eat that more than... I would eat it's gorgeous soft fudge so I don't want our lovely friend in the good food test kitchen who made the fudge to feel hurt but one half of a bit of that has me dancing on the ceiling so I wouldn't want a whole like all wrapped up in crinkly cellophane with ribbons and things that would be too much for me so I'm I'm a bit how about you do, do you know what so
1: I'm very lucky right I've got most things. I've got socks. I've got presents. I've got stuff. And like I'm a grown-up. So there's a point where grown up you know the things you need, you just kind of like buy them yeah. throughout the year, don't you? It's not like so when it comes to Christmas that people go, I've no idea what to buy you. Like, don't don't buy me anything. It's cool. I'd I'd rather you either donate the money that you're going to spend to charity or buy. If you've made an effort and made something, for me, that is much more touching and heartfelt, I think, than going... Time spent walking around the shops thinking of presents to get people, or time spent in a kitchen making fudge and then giving it out to people, I think is much closer to what I feel Christmas is about. That sense of connection to people, doing things, making something with your own soul, you know, that has the option of it going wrong and time spent and creativity and doing things. I think there's much more to a homemade uh, uh, food-led gift than
0: just buying something from the shops because you ought to for the sake of it. Definitely. I'll agree with that. But I'm just a bit worried about stuff that i don't need or want although there is always the option that if it's not heavily personalized for instance they haven't got like tom carriage engraved on each piece of the fudge which i'm quite disappointed at. At, I've got <laughs> you could re-gift those to someone else that's a form of recycling that i think is perfectly justifiable if something doesn't you don't need something someone might need it also it is
1: quite sustainable because it's food once it's eaten it's gone yeah. No, you know what I mean it's not no. it's not cluttering up anywhere it's not it's not it, you know it is recyclable and the fact that you're eating it. Do you ever make
0: gifts? Do you do things for people? I haven't for quite a while. Um I have I've had a jumper knitted for me which was fantastic. Um so I'd love to be able to do something like that. Learn to but, knit. Uh learn to knit. But How yeah. is
1: Tom Daly? <laughs> <laughs> he's clever isn't he yeah he does very he? clever yeah. what a legend uh? yeah, what yeah. a legend so that it wasn't a jumper knitted
0: by him no 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 it wasn't no it's <laughs> it's um it's blue and white stripes i would have indeed worn it today but because of the christmasy theme i wore a red one so if
1: you were gonna if you if, there, if there's something that you could make as gifts for all your friends what what is it what would be your go-to
0: what would you do well, uh, I'm not clever enough, but say you could do something like—now um, you're going to laugh because this sounds very old-fashioned—but like, I read a lot of books. So, how about a little embroidered bookmark or something like that? A little cross stitch or something would be Best. rather fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's lovely. I mean, uh, that, yeah, and actually, you—that'd be lovely for people who read a lot of books. Yeah. What about?
1: like me who doesn't read a book doesn't have time what would you make for me make
0: for you oh um could i grow you a plant well that would be quite interesting yeah yeah or find you a very rare really rare culinary herb from Jekka's herbs do you know Jekka in bristol she's an amazing woman who who grows um hundreds of varieties of herbs and she has some things that you've never smelt or looked at before. So a pot of those, which I could grow for you, I could take some cuttings and grow one for you. You'd like that, wouldn't you? There we go. See, things like that. This is getting more to it. Or if I I could knit, and we've agreed I can't, if I knitted you some socks, that would be rather exciting, or some gloves. Would you like those?
1: Yeah, honestly. Things like that where it's heartfelt and made and it's a bit more personal, just in terms of effort put in, I like. Although... I think knitting gloves, hats and scarves would take a long time. I think if you're making chutneys, if you're making uh, th- things like sausage rolls or mince pies, it's a bit of a family tradition. My lovely wife, Beth and uh, and AC, my son, they make mince pies every year. They do a thing after one day after school on the run up to Christmas, Beth and a c make a load of mince pies to take, you know, that little run where you go around people's houses and you just drop off a little gift of, I don't know, five, six mince pies and stop for a quick cup of coffee and say hello. Because it might be the... I don't know, you might only see these people two or three times a year. And it's a really nice thing to do to stay connected. And I love that. I think there's much more to that heartfelt kind of soulful cooking. That's where food and Christmas and gifts and people really do connect. If you have a bit more time, knitting is great. But I think making things like fudges or doing really simple things like chocolate truffles—it's a really easy thing to do. Make that ganache and just, you know, ball them out and roll them and roll them through some cocoa powder. I love the idea of that. I think
0: it's a great thing. Homemade gifts really work for me. Now you've mentioned chocolate, and we've had a question from our audience. Um, it's Sally Gravy Four, has written in. Melting chocolate over a bowl of water. My bowl is always dry and not touching the water, but somehow it always goes grainy. What is a fail-safe method for melting chocolate and can grainy chocolate be rescued?
1: Uh, No, it can't. The water is boiling too high. You want it very, very, just a gentle steam. You know, like the old school remedy of when you were ill when we were kids and you used to get a bowl of hot water with, 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 with some TCP in it and you, you put your head over the hot yeah. bowl with a towel. You want it like that. You don't want boiling water you just want a gentle steam and slowly 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 melt that chocolate but you've also because what happens it's gone grainy because you've done it too fast so it's gone too fast it's too hot and it almost catches and cooks and burns the chocolate what you need is a gentle slow heat but you also need very, very good quality chocolate as well. Like the better the quality chocolate, the, the easier it is to melt. Otherwise the cocoa the cocoa butter, it's not always cocoa butter, it's fats that are emulsified in it. And like it just becomes better chocolate, much, much slower, lower heat.
0: Patience is the thing. I've just realized that the person who's probably listening, who I described as IT Sally gravy, is actually it's all gravy for. Very... Sam, that makes a bit more sense, doesn't it? It's all gravy for. It's all gravy that's... for. I quite like Sally gravy, though. <laughs> it looks <laughs> a bit different on the page. But to return to what you were just saying about the mince pies, that's exactly what I do. Um, I live in a high street just outside Exeter with lots of shops in it, and I see the shopkeepers quite often. So so they've got a nice atmosphere. And we've had a very um, bad year because we've got a low-traffic neighbourhood in the area and it's very, very controversial. So everyone's at each other's throats. So when I take round the mince pies this year, I hope that it will sweeten everyone up and put them back in a, in a, in a sweet mood
1: what's not to like I mean how lovely is that I mean just taking around a mince pie as it is but taking around a mince pie that you've made yourself has that extra level of kind of warmth and the sense that you've actually spent time doing it not just buying it I think that's way 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 undervalued
0: they're so thrilled and of course you can imagine how much trouble I take over them because it's my reputation at stake and they have to be as good or better than last year's so I really do um, take take a lot of trouble and I make them beautiful and glazed and, and it's not just sweet
1: else. stuff either you can do savory things like party snacks i'm a big fan of the sausage roll because that's sausage the sort rolls, of thing yeah a beautiful cooked delicious you know it, everyone loves a sausage roll and we can do a you can do a link to the bonus episode of this one that will be out on thursday oh, where perfect where the best ever and do your sausage rolls are going to be on, on, on the recipe will be there for you to have a listen to have a go at very easy, super tasty. So have a go at making them, take them around your mate's house. About cooking and doing gifts at home is about being structured and organised and getting yourself kind of ready for Christmas, Christmas ready. Now, are you a kind of, when you're doing your present buying, are you somebody who is um, structured, organised, got it all done by the end of November? Or are you someone who's still running around on Christmas Eve, going to the motorway service station and picking something up last minute?
0: <laughs> I used to be the last minute person but when i was about 40 which is a little while ago not that long i, I had a, a eureka moment and i decided that instead of being late for everything all my life and i realized that life was so much better if you weren't late for, with everything so having been late for 40 years for the rest of my life I'm on time so therefore Christmas I'm completely organised for I put on my calendar when I get an idea for a Christmas present for someone and I get it in good time and I don't leave the wrapping till Christmas Eve I and I find that I enjoy everything more but I, I, ju- I just have found that a really useful life lesson. And I don't know why no one said to me when I was 20, you know, try being on time for things. You'd enjoy life a lot more.
1: They probably did, but you weren't listening.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. You were too we're busy having ready, a good time. Ready for that information. Partying, that information. living that hedonistic lifestyle
1: yeah. that you were in in your 20s. Why would you listen to being on time? I'm, li- I'm living my best life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I like shopping lists and I-, I like knowing what's happening and then, seeing it through it and and you get the extra satisfaction that you didn't do it as a scramble
1: what about the time where you nailed a Christmas gift though? What about the time where you actually got it so right that you thought about it? uh, Because Christmas for me, it's not about what you get. It's actually about thinking about everybody else, what you can get for them. And is there been a point where you've gone, do you know what? I've actually got this so right that somebody is either sentimental or such fun, or it's really meant something to someone. Well,
0: it it wasn't anything expensive or deluxe, but you know, sometimes, say you're in a shopping mall or something like that. There's a little stand selling funny Christmas things. There were a couple of of, um, little white dogs. And you know the the battery-operated dogs that sing songs. There was a pair of these little West Highland Terriers who were singing a Sonny and Cher song to each other. (laughs) And we gave that to my mother. And... She adored it. Really, and every Christmas it came out. So that was a. I love fa- that. I got. I found a video of it. Re- video of it recently, and it brought a tear to my eye.
1: Isn't it great? Isn't it when things make people smile? It's not about how much it costs. It's about what it actually means and evokes memories and makes you smile. And of course, I hear that
0: song and I see Sunny and Cher, and then it's all brilliant. Yeah, Magic. brings it all flooding back.
1: Oh, that's how about amazing. You?
0: Have, you, have you ever just hit the right spot with a gift for Beth?
1: Uh, last year was quite good. We didn't do gifts as such. And never fall into that trap, though. I've got to be honest. So if your other half says to you, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't do, it. Don't do anything this year. It's a trick. Right. And it's a trap, right? <laughs> it means... Because on that day, you'll forget or you won't do anything, but they'll have still got you something. Yeah. And you'll go, but I thought we weren't yeah. doing. So, I, like, never fall into that trap. But what I did do is I booked a... Uh, we Our biggest thing that we don't have is time. So I actually booked uh, a couple of nights away. We went to visit a city that she'd never been to before, which is quite strange and quite odd, actually, considering our age and how well travelled. We've been f- quite fortunate. But Beth had never been to Amsterdam. So I booked a weekend in Amsterdam. And actually, it wasn't a weekend. I couldn't do a weekend. It looks like a Tuesday, Wednesday. But it's good enough. It was two yeah, days. Yeah. And we we got out, we went to Amsterdam for a couple of days. And it was just, it was brilliant. So the thing that we got, we booked ourselves time. And that, that was a really good one. And and it could have been it could have been outside it could have been anywhere it doesn't really matter and we could have stayed in a, a cheap hotel or whatever it was actually the fact that we were hanging out together like wandering around the streets of Amsterdam and taking in a city so that was time was a thing that we put uh, i put in this year though i haven't fought yet i'm i'm in trouble i'm struggling orlando i might have to take some of this fudge home that might be and, <laughs> and say that i cooked it in my, <laughs> although she'd never believe me
0: <laughs> we're buying a oh well i hope that my partner doesn't hear this but um i'm buying for him a telescope Oh, lovely. Yeah, because he's always saying he's really interested in like, planets and things. I've got, I don't know where and what any of them are. So we're going to have a telescope and going to um go out and stargaze. Uh, we live in a city, so it won't be great, but it'll be good enough, I hope.
1: That's magic. Yeah, yeah that, that's lovely. Yeah, let's yeah. hope.
0: Let's hope he's not listening. No, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise he knows. I don't think Maybe he to go <laughs> surprise. <laughs> he reads books. He doesn't listen to the radio or podcast. There or we cast. go. Yeah. There
1: we go. Yeah. And, This year, the the BBC Good Food magazine and the special Christmas edition is talking all about making Christmas meaningful, making it meaningful, meaningful. What do you do, Orlando,
0: that makes Christmas meaningful? Well... I've got a lot of friends, but I don't see them very often. Perhaps because I lo- live a, a long way from London, and I've got quite a lot of friends who are on their own. And I really do like at Christmas to pick up the phone and have a really good chat with them. And I've got one friend that I ring on Christmas Day, and I'm. Do you know? I think she's she's a, an old friend of mine. We we worked together for years. I don't don't there might be no one else who rings her on Christmas Day, but i make sure I do. Yeah. And um, I think the the gift of friendship because. We're so lucky... To have good friends who care for us and we don't maybe feed our friendships, we're too busy feeding Christmas cakes perhaps sometimes to feed our friendships and make sure that we keep an eye open for our friends as we get older and more distant, well you're not getting older Tom oh, yeah. <laughs> <There> <laughs> those I of us who are getting <laughs> older, you, you <laughs> kind of you move apart from each other and you've got less reason to to, to keep in touch
1: A little bit of extra care and love and you, you're talking there and you were mentioning your mum and the, the, those lovely little dog presents that you bought and it reminds you of uh, 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 different generations is there things that family traditions and things that remind you of christmas or something that you do every year do those dogs come back out every year
0: <laughs> uh well my brother has possession of the dogs now I'm, i hope he, he gets them out every year but um i mean my my, my my mother used to get her father so that's my grandfather to, to cut the crosses in the Brussels of sprouts which is a totally pointless exercise. And I bet my grandfather who was a very smart man knew that this was a pointless exercise but he did it anyway. I think that that, that tradition gets carried on so I get someone to cut the sprouts in the top uh, the crosses in the top of my I sprouts I think every I kid. think everyone does do that as a kind of absurd uh, kind of ritual. Yeah. Any other traditions? choice of music is is a traditional what 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 you have what do Um, you have well i have mahalia jackson who does this fabulous gospel singing where the christmas music done with a gospel choir it's quite marvelous and then my partner is devoted to judy garland so we would obviously have some fabulous judy garland stirring our hearts Amazing. we've got we got a record player so we can have the actual vinyl with the slight scratch to it so that that extra deep noise that you get from it's, vinyl it's really quite different yeah. in, a, in a marvelous way that um, if they could ca- ca- capture that and put it onto cds we wouldn't need to listen to vinyl but there's always that kind of reality to it that kind of scratch you
1: know no one listens to cds anymore just point oh, that oh, that, oh yeah, that, yeah, sorry i meant i, I, meant, I meant streaming <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's your favorite part then of a christmas dinner once you once you put it together and everyone's
0: sitting down or even if it's just the two of you what's your favorite part I drink. I enjoy wine very much, but I normally drink quite What was your
1: favourite part of the, uh, What's your favourite part of the Christmas dinner? The <laughs> drink. <laughs> the, the, the drink. <laughs> well, my my brother
0: gave us as a wedding present some very very fine red wine, and so a bottle of that comes out. Oh, hello! And um, I've got some very fine Haut Bon Climat Chardonnay, which I'll get out a bottle of that. So, really, I mean. Tom, you and I, we eat very well all the time and we love our food and we every day is a gorgeous, joyous eating experience for you and uh, for me too. So its you can't really dial that up much more on Christmas Day, apart from changing to, to, have, to having the turkey, if that's what you want to have. So it's the extra things, the, the extra time that it takes and the special wine for me. The special
1: wine. <laughs> What's your favourite part of Christmas dinner? The booze. There we go. That's it. That's it. BBC Good Food. We, we might we, we might have to change the name of everything we're doing. <laughs> what about cooking disasters? It
0: depends how much booze you've had. Have you ever ever had any big cooking disasters? Um, not at Christmas, but um, I did have one shattering, traumatic cooking catastrophe which which wasn't entirely well it wasn't at all my fault this is when I had a gastronomic B and B in in rural France and the water was cut off and we had 20 people to dinner now 20 people to dinner isn't an enormous number by a restaurateur standard but it is if you haven't got any water so we obviously got every all the bottled and they were they this happened when dinner was kind of about to happen but it was Absolute torture, and the the water that we needed for cooking was okay. We used all the bottled water that we could find. We had no notice of this water happening. it just stopped that sort of thing happens in rural France, warning to anyone thinking rural France is lovely, however, suddenly things things happen. but what was horrible was the the uh, inability to wash your hands properly, and then the washing up what we did we got um, ferried water over from the swimming pool, so we had enough water to wash up with but it was the it was the sticky hands horror and we couldn't seem to get them clean because we couldn't get so that was a horrible horrible alarming evening but that was
1: really that's not a cooking disaster you've never got anything wrong you've never cooked anything badly
0: oh yes what was the worst one um i've i've burnt things to a cinder um I I um, I made a very uh, the nastiest meal I ever served when I <laughs> was a um I was it was a chicken with vermouth and it was a, I had a bottle for some re- reason of sweet vermouth and I didn't realize that it was totally different thing and I glugged it in and it was a very 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 peculiar tasting chicken dish
1: right okay so it wasn't that dry and ever since then you've decided to drink it first before <laughs> before you cook with it I, hence why your favourite part of a Christmas dinner
0: is the drink I'm not so keen on sweet vermouth now actually I what don't about don't... foods
1: you've ever, never tried is there any kind of Christmas foods that you think um, oh I'd like yeah, to try yeah there,
0: there is and again this goes back to, to France one Christmas because we, we were open at Christmas we had a surprise prize pair of guests from iceland and we were talking to them fortunately they spoke great english because i don't my icelandic isn't great and they do this thing now i don't want to try this but i've never tried it of burying a shark in ice and allowing it to let's the be frank rot actually and then they dig it out and it's a gourmet treat you, you're nodding. You've never I've, been subjected. Yeah, I've been to Iceland. Yeah, what was it like? How horrific.
1: I don't want to... Uh, uh, like I've had some... I had a very full-on weird food experiences in Iceland. It was quite... Uh, like the traditional Icelandic food was... I had the fermented shark. I had... Uh, Guillemot. I had some puffin. Now puffin is it, endangered here, but in Iceland it's cold. There's hundreds of thousands of them. That they're, they're there as a pest. Oh, I still so can eat so a puffin. Well, they they, <laughs> they eat. It's part and parcel of you know of their that, ecology. That, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, because and they they have to cull them because otherwise it ruins crops and it does whatever. So so they so it's there as a pest. So I uh, and I have had the fermented shark, and the shark was. Uh, I haven't had it again. It's probably the best <laughs> way of describing it. I, w- I would swear if that as a Christmas. I w- we've talked about Christmas alternatives before. I would s- I would go with a whole roasted cauliflower or the venison keema yeah. over fermented
0: shark. Yeah. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm glad to hear it. I, I, I hope that no one ever serves it to me. I mean, does it does it look as kind of grey and peculiar as it sounds? To be honest, I only had a small piece on a plate it was but and gray it, gray and peculiar is kind of like a, a kind of aroma mm, coming from it yeah yeah exactly yeah very very odd. Oh, but it didn't poison you no it didn't kind no, of no, upset no, no, your no. system or no anything. it's that
1: fermentation process they like i think they know what they're doing but it isn't it's not really
0: um it wasn't my thing i've got to be honest what about guilty pleasures um i like chocolate breakfast cereals so i have eaten on christmas day every day every day yeah i i don't know why but i just love i love chocolate in fact i don't don't eat chocolate at any other time of the day but i love chocolate for chocolate, the breakfast. Chocolate. Yeah, Kickstart, chocolate, granola. The day. chocolate granola. I've eaten my way through all the chocolate granolas and I just I just take them in rotation. I love them. I love that. Yeah. That, is, that
1: is quite that sounds like a relatively half healthy, guilty pleasure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean it's it's not really good for you at all, but I fool myself that it is. I've got the word granola in it, it must be all right. Absolutely, yeah. Right, quick fire question. Sprites. Level hate, adore.
1: Yorkshire pudding at Christmas, yes or no? Completely. What's completely no? Completely, <laughs> completely yes. yes. Co- completely yes. Oh, any
0: time. Yorkshire pudding with a turkey. Yeah. Favourite Christmas tipple? Orange juice and bourbon. Oh, hello. With ice. Who are you kissing under the mistletoe? My husband, oh. and also cradled in my With arms, somebody else. Ma- <laughs> Hold
1: on, <laughs> Christmas no. just got saucy.
0: <laughs> cradled in my arms, maximum and Benjamin are two cats. Okay, Is cool. That okay, all yeah, ma- that's all cool. male household. Yeah, no, that's cool. You can yeah. yeah have the cats. What's in your Christmas sandwich? Turkey and stuffing and something that i've discovered thanks to podcasts called greyo yeah
1: i love that but are you putting it through uh, a sandwich press are you wrapping it up in uh baking parchment and tinfoil and pressing it or are you putting it through a sandwich maker and, uh, or are you just having it cold as is i'm gonna borrow my friend's waffle maker and waffleize it oh hello that sounds like the christmas sandwich worst christmas present you've ever received
0: meccano do you even know what Meccano is, Tom? Because it's before your time. But I
1: can't. Remember. That's the worst
0: present. When did you get it? Like last year or something? Someone no, thought. No, I, it was hateful. Those are the nuts and bolts. Yeah. I loved Lego. Yeah. I loved Lego, but my father wanted me to like Meccano. He, tried, he was trying to make an engineer out of me. He wanted he you to an be engineer. an engineer and make yeah. Meccano. And all those little nuts and bolts. And what were you making? Cranes, for crying out loud. I wanted to make, you know, palaces and castles, not cranes. <laughs> Most overrated Christmas food: brandy butter.
1: Oh, that is a good shout, actually. Brandy butter, like you wouldn't eat it any other time of the year. It's butter that, like, you wouldn't yeah. spread on toast. Like you said, that's and, a and good it turns, shout.
0: It turns to g- grease. Yeah, it kind and, of melts to grease and What's it's that? grainy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good it's shout. Meant, meant to be, meant to be grainy. That's it. But. Why? Why? Thick custard. That's what you mm. want. Yeah. Or, or butter. cream.
1: Yeah. Oh, mm. delicious. Yeah. Favourite
0: yeah. Christmas movie?
1: Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, good film. And listen, final quick fire question. You've got 10 seconds. How many gifts from the song 12 days, of, 12 days of Christmas can you name? I'll start you off. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree.
0: Go. Partridge on a pear tree. That's one. You didn't say I couldn't have that. A five golden rings. Lords are leaping. How many? Eleven. Uh, I don't know. Um, Ladies dancing. Um, How many? Dogs jumping. Um, dogs, for, for, six, jump, uh, jumping dogs <laughs> Six dogs jumping No I haven't got any memory I have got. I can remember the tune But not the words You've. I don't think you've done very
1: well there I have to be honest You've got five <laughs> gold rings Everyone gets the five gold rings bit i got lords of leaping you got eleven lords of leaping you got some, but whether, was you got 11, some lady right? dancers saying... in there somewhere <laughs> and, and some and some dogs jumping you got some jumping dogs And some dancing ladies But you did get the eleven <laughs> lords And five gold rings Well done Orlando I'm going to give you a magical score there as <laughs> well (laughs) 11 plus 5 is 16. Well done. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) What makes you optimistic for the future, mate? Technology. By that, I mean human ingenuity. The amazing talent and skill and intelligence of humans when they get together. To be able to send people to the moon or to make an iPhone. Is extraordinary. I mean, I know that other mobile phones are available, but the, what we carry, this, this, the, the sheer amazing lengths to which man can go. And I think the artificial, in, artificial intelligence, if it doesn't actually come and get us, is just going to change everything and sort so many problems out. So that makes me optimistic, as long as it doesn't go in the opposite direction.
1: Wow magical thanks orlando that's amazing mate and there's an extra bonus podcast bit coming out on thursday where there's recipes for the best ever sausage rolls that you could make and take to your friends who will become your friends for life happy christmas happy christmas tom thank you for listening to this episode of the good food podcast In the next episode, we'll be discussing alternative mains for those who want anything but turkey. For more festive recipes and inspiration, please visit bbcgoodfood.com.